I'm Amy. I'm Julie. And it's time to pucker up. <sighs> We're here. We're We've lived. It is, it is, we, yes, we are here. We lived. It is January as we record. It might yes. not be January when you listen, but that's okay. This is our January podcast. I'm going to try my best. <laughs> and some things have happened. Yeah, um, since we rec- we recorded right before Christmas last, and um, the NHL, uh, everybody had COVID. Everybody you yeah, know has had everybody. COVID, except for me and Amy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Even though we got real close, we got real nervous. Yes. Yeah, we both got tested and went and crossed our fingers, and apparently that worked. Yeah, I had to go to the emergency room, and then my thing was like, hey, you might have COVID. I didn't, thank God. And then I went to a, I went to a concert and like two days later saw where a girl was bragging online about having tested positive and going to the concert anyway. Oh no, I was not aware of that. Oh, oh, you didn't know about this. Okay. So I went to this concert. It's tonight is Sunday. We're recording this on Sunday, January 30th. I went to a concert Monday, January 24th. Uh, I went to, I went to see AT's music, a K-pop group and there was a girl posting on Instagram and stuff like that afterwards like yeah I tested positive I have no shame about going anyway and it's like uh uh, what pardon me so uh I tested I tested negative after that so I am I'm still negative thankfully thank goodness despite assholes and their best efforts to uh give COVID to everyone no shit so yeah the league said like right before christmas they said hey let's make the christmas break just a little bit longer and just like not have everybody play for a while just because well because everybody was in covid protocol yeah teams didn't have guys to play some teams still don't have guys to play and some of it a lot of it now is just a combination of covid and injury but r.i.p buffalo exactly yeah but theirs is a combination of injury covid and suspension not true because aaron dell who knew decided to act out and apparently that's not the first time he has done that exactly really yes i forget which other hockey podcast i was listening to but they had found a clip i want to say it was dangle but maybe not it might have also been puck soup but um, in either case, they had found a clip from like two, three years ago where he had done the exact same thing to a player. So he's like dick. literally just like jostled the elbow up and fucked the guy up. Can't, ugh. Disgusting. So I'm glad he got suspended. Good. Um, um, so the NHL officially, they decided that they are not going to the Olympics because of this shutdown. Because apparently we have to make up all of those games that didn't get played. You got to make sure. Yes, and there's only, I mean, there's a few that got thrown into the Olympic break for the Caps, but none of them are home games. I think, or maybe one of them is a home game, but it's not one that we're going to. One or two. I actually have not been to a Caps game since before Christmas. Well, yes, because you were being a very good person and kind of quarantining yourself so that you would not get COVID so that you could go to the concert that you really wanted to go to where the people who went had COVID. I, yeah, I know. I was on AT's lockdown. I was not, I was not fucking around. I was like, I'm not going to take the chance that I get COVID and don't get to go to this because I wouldn't have gone if I'd gotten COVID. Unlike some people. Jesus Christ. 
So they have decided that, yes, all of these games must be played and they must all be played in what would have been the Olympic break. So they're just cramming every single game that was postponed. Well, what they've decided is that they will finish the regular season by their original date of like April 29th or something like that. They don't. So that, like my problem with doing that is that like, it's not good for the players, man. Like that's not good for their like shitty human bodies. I mean, they still, I mean, they're not changing any of the, the rules around how many games you can play and how many days and stuff like that. They are compacting the schedule a little bit. I think what they're taking out is the Olympic break and the bye week. I think there's still a little bit of an all-star break. Yeah, the all-star break is like like four days. Yeah. Speaking of the all-star break. Yes, there's some some new news today that I forgot to put on the list, but it should be on the list. Because it's 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 a recent development. It's it's like literally. Literally announced today that um, Yevgeny Kuznetsov is going to the All-Star game. Russian mayhem is going to ensue. To replace Adam Fox. And um, Adam Fox got hurt, I think. Someone is replacing Nathan McKinnon, but I don't care who. Yeah, I forget who, too. Roman Yossi? Yes, that's exactly right. Much better looking than Nathan McKinnon. I mean... And speaking of better looking than people, um, why? This has nothing to do with being better looking than anybody, actually. Um, Why does the NHL seem to think that Machine Gun Kelly should be the performer of the weekend at the All-Star Game? Because he's popular. I say that with a big question mark at the end because, I mean, I am aware of him, which means that on some level he must be. Can I identify a machine gun Kelly work? No. I, no offense to um, our friend Sam, who's never going to hear this because she doesn't care about hockey and doesn't listen to this. But um, she's the only person I know that enjoys Machine Gun Kelly, which is not a great reflection on Machine Gun Kelly. (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair, it wouldn't be the NHL All-Star Game if there was a band that everybody liked. and A band that anybody liked? Everybody. (laughs) Everybody. Sorry. And that anybody liked. <laughs> I mean, that was a Freudian slip. But um, who, who? Hi, hello, Kuzi. Kuzi, you're so cold. Get away from me. Um, and or was popular at the same time. Like it's usually if it's a band that a lot of people like, it was that they liked them 20 years ago. Green Day. Yes, Billy Idol. Um, that's even more than 20 years ago. Um, when did they have Billy Idol? Billy Idol was at the. It wasn't at the All Star Game, but it was at the um, at the outdoor game at um, at oh. Nash Park Winter Classic. I was there. Oh. I saw Billy Idol, and then they had Billy Idol and Lee Greenwood. 
No, I think one of the ones I went to um, in the before times was like Dan and Shay, who are super popular if you enjoy country music, which I don't. So right. also Dan and Shay are like super boring. Like they never, they never managed to like hit the nail on the head. In fairness, I think Dan and Shay were at the Winter Classic in, in Dallas. Dallas. Well, so they- I mean... You know, whoever was at the one in, I, the one in Dallas was really boring. The one in Colorado was also a country musician, but it was like fine. It was like interesting. Mm. So I really think that one was not Dan and Shay. Because I do huh. find Dan and Shay very boring. I've watched a lot of, um, of um, awards shows since getting into K-pop. Mm. And I've seen a lot of the entire awards show because they're not stupid they put bts last that's right they know how to keep people watching and uh that's so why record seen, them and watch them later so i've seen dan and shay a lot and oh man that's boring like no <laughs> offense if you're into dan and shay but damn i could sleep to that <clears throat> yeah well i could sleep to most country right. music uh you have written crazy stat of the month guess yes. what jordan bennington's record is one playoffs since Blues won oh. the cup. Oh, on playoffs it should be. Ah, so or in playoffs. I don't know how come I came up with one, but you know. Um, I feel like he's only won like two playoff games since the Blues won the cup. Oh, and nine. Nice. So he hasn't won any playoff games since the Blues. Correct. Won the cup. All right. I thought. I thought you would enjoy that statistic. I do enjoy that statistic. I, I like it very much. Fuck Jordan Bennington. Well, they were, they, again, one of the hockey men podcasts that I listened to was talking about how, you know, what are the Blues going to do with their goalie situation? Because they have a very young up and coming goalie that seems to be very good. That is very much like Jordan Bennington was in this season when he just took over and brought them to the Stanley Cup. And then they have Jordan Bennington. Um, but they're paying a shit ton for Jordan Bennington. Well, so and then they brought up that stat and I was like, <laughs> that's a clear choice as far as I'm concerned. Cause he sucks. Like Jordan Bennington has gone the way of Matt Murray. I don't know, man. Barry put one on the caps the other night. He did? I guess he did. Was he in goal? Yes, he was, wasn't he? God damn it. Mm, so yeah, that was my interesting stat of, of the week, month, whatever, that I thought it necessary okay. to share. Let's get it. Let's get it over with. Yeah, all right. We got low lights coming and it's so low. Evander Kane. Has a fucking job. Yep. He scored in his debut with the Oilers. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Does that make him not garbage? No. No. That does not make him not garbage. Also, um, I'm pretty unhappy with the Caps right now for having even kicked the tires on that. There was there was a little bit where we all got real nervous. Yeah, there was a little bit where it and Somebody in the Discord said it, and I agree. It kind of reminds me of when they were reportedly kicking the tires on Babcock. Um, 
that would be the one thing that would make me call my ticket guy and go, you can't have any more of my money. Yeah, no, I was ready to like, and I said this in the discord and I said, I hope, I hope Seth is ready for that call. Cause yeah. And I, I would like to think, and I will phrase it that way, that there are enough of people like you and me that would have said that, that might have made a difference in that situation, but maybe not. I don't think they care. They're like, oh, well, but here's the thing. Even like that wouldn't give the capitals, that wouldn't fix the problems that the capitals have. What, bringing Kane on? Yeah, yeah. I don't think so either. A, that shit wouldn't fly in the locker room because he's. I, I can't imagine. He's locker room cancer. He is locker room cancer. Even the dudes, like the dudes in San Jose did not like it. Well, not according to him. Okay, sure. I don't know if you saw that somebody posted, I didn't read the article, but again, I listened to hockey podcasters who did, that was part of his little redemption tour interview with somebody up in Canada. Oh, you think I read his redemption tour interview? Nah, bro. Again, I didn't either, but I listened to people who did. And apparently one of the things he said was, that all of those rumors about how nobody wanted to play with him in, in San Jose and nobody liked him, um, those those weren't those didn't come from him. They came from the locker room, and that just shows horrible leadership in the locker room. What? That doesn't even make any sense. I yeah, know. no. Were you the one leaking the own rumors about how no one liked you? Cool. Nobody <laughs> said that you fucking idiot i think he's very stupid first of all second of all i think he's a shitty human being um i'm tired of talking about him i can't wait until he gets drummed out of the league or someone takes his head off or whatever i can't wait until the oilers miss the playoffs again well that's a given all right on to more horrible things so Twice in the space of the week in which Willie O'Ree's number was retired, mm-hmm. there were, by the way, Willie O'Ree's number was retired, and that's a great thing. Why did it take so fucking long? It, Why did it take so long for them to finally retire Willie O'Ree's number? Why did it take so long for them to finally put Willie O'Ree in the Hockey Hall of Fame? Think about that. Yeah. Um, that well, and Part of it is just sports because it took a really long time before they retired Jackie Robinson's number two. Um, but that's a different story. Sports be racist. I mean, um, what was I going to say? Oh, anyway, so twice in a week. Yes, there were racist incidents. One in the AHL and one in the ECHL. Now I can't remember off the top of my head the the AHL teams that were involved. Can you? Uh, No, I do not remember. All right. So let's say there were two AHL teams, one of which had a player who uh, made a racist gesture to another on the ice um, and was suspended 30 games for doing so. Um. If we want to find, at least on the AHL side of things, a little bit of positivity, and I say a little bit because I do mean a little bit, I should say a little bit of progress. And again, a little bit. 
it the was first time. Um, it was the San Jose Barracuda and Tucson Roadrunner Roadrunners. Gotcha. I knew it was somewhere out west, but I couldn't remember. Um, the first time that this happened in the NHL, the player was suspended for five games. This time they were suspended for 30. So again, not a lot of progress, a little bit of progress. It shouldn't be happening in the first place. And that's yeah, you would think that in the year of our Lord, 2022, we would be beyond this by now. Homestever. And then in the ECHL. This is the one that really our, pisses me off. Like Our beloved Jordan Subban. Who is in the capital system, in case you forgot. Of the South Carolina Stingrays, who are in the capital system. It's where Braden Holtby first played. Um, where uh, Philip Grubauer first played. Actually, no, he was um, he was at, he a never, goalie for the Roy- He was a goalie for the Royals. He never played he for, the- for the Royals. He happened to come up during the two years that the Reading Royals were Capitals affiliates. Ah, so he never played. I thought he played for the Stingrays. I don't think so. I mean, he might have, but. He also played for the Royals, and when he came up he through did. the system, he played for it was... the Stingrays. Oh, all right. Um, uh, in eleven twelve, before uh, playing for the Reading Royals, actually. There you go. Yeah, and that's and for a couple anyway, of years. Anyway, irrelevant. Yeah. Irrelevant. Yeah. Sidebar. Yes, we never do those. So, same racist gesture from a member. Oh, it's the of... same gesture. I believe so. Ooh. I mean, not if you ask the person who did it in this uh, case, but um, but yes, I do believe it was the same gesture. Um, the Jacksonville Iceman, and I can't remember, is it Jason Panetta is his name? The dum-dum? Jacob. Ah, there we go. Uh, yes, it was the same uh, monkey gesture. Monkey. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so, this happened. Um, he was ejected from the game for several penalties, one, a, a couple had to do with like actual on ice, like things you get called during a game. Yeah. But then he got um, a, a double game misconduct. Yes. For the racist. And it was for the racist gesture. Yes. Like that so, was the penalty. He comes out. So the first I saw about it was PK Suban posting the video mm-hmm. of it and just going off on Instagram. I think an important part of his going off on Instagram was pointing out that Panetta had deleted all of his social media accounts. Yes, yes. And like the coward that he is. Because when you get caught, you delete your social media, right? You think? So he goes after that. He gets asked a lot of questions because he has a game that night. Um, PK, so pregame, PK. yes, PK. Um, he gets asked a lot of questions and has a lot of really good things to say. Yeah. Um, and look, I sidebar looked really sharp in that suit doing it, but that's a different story. Listen, um, just to not to take away from what we're saying, but PK, snappy dresser, fucking a. Anyway, um, and then. The next day, a couple days later, all of a Panetta sudden, goes on his redemption tour, obviously. 
because every white boy in the league is jumping in to defend him. Good lord, and every white boy on Twitter, fucking um, like literally like fucking Andrew Shaw, known uh, homophobe Andrew Shaw, who was apparently this dude's cousin jumping in to say well he's a good person and he makes this bodybuilder pose guys all the time and then it becomes oh well tom wilson did this at the rangers and blah 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 all right all right i got two things to say about all this number one intent does not matter yes number two perception is reality correct it's and i love uh, as a as a person who has an english degree i love to reference the author is dead yes and um once it's out there whatever you intended doesn't matter this is what happened this is how it came across yeah perception so, is reality you had, what your intent was however many dozens of times you have allegedly done this had you ever done it to a black man before and if you want to bring up tom wilson doing it at that rangers game first of all everyone lost their shit over it because he was uh, he was taunting (laughs) but um who was he doing that to and what was the color of the skin of the men he was doing that to and do you understand why that's different and i really got irritated with a lot of people who was like Oh, well, everybody is shoot first, ask questions later. You didn't find out what he really meant by it, blah, blah. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I do not care what he meant when he made something that looked like a monkey gesture to a black man. Because I watched the video and as soon as I saw him, I, Amy, I was laying in my bed. I gasped alone in my bed when I saw him do that. Because there was, like, it never crossed my mind. It was a bodybuilder pose. Because I saw him do it, and I saw who he was doing it to. Right. And so did the ref. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, well, it's not just Jordan who perceived it that way. Correct. The refs also said, holy, they also let Jordan beat the fuck out of him for a minute, too. Like, um. They let Jordan um, get some licks in before they said, all right, all right, all right. Now we're going to throw him out. But here's the thing. Well, and you, know, like, and you know who else perceived it that way? A lot of the people in the stands. Yeah. Because I was, and part of me was gasping at the gesture itself. The other part of me was gasping at the sheer amount of just N-words being hurled onto the ice. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. If you listen to the crowd? No, no, I did not have the sound on, thank God. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a and that's part of my and that's part on. of my problem with his two and a half minute quote unquote apology. Because A, nowhere in that does he say directly that he apologizes to Jordan. Oh no, of course not. Because why would he? Any of the time explaining this bodybuilder gesture that he made. And a little bit of the time at the end talking about the empathy that he feels for the Jordan and the entire Subban family. But if you really didn't mean it that way, wouldn't you want to take the specific time in your statement to clarify that to your fans 
who were also engaging in some racist horse shit. This was in Florida, wasn't it? It must have been. <sighs> Not all Floridans, but sure these. Mm. <coughs> Floridians, whatever. It's, and I said, I had extensive arguments with idiot men over this. And I one enjoyed- of the things that I, <laughs> yeah, thank you. One of the things that I kept thinking is, if you call a white man a monkey, it's meaningless. That doesn't hurt him in any way. There's no history behind that. There's no systemic oppression weighing down you calling a white man a monkey. However, if you say the same thing to a person of color who has been systematically dehumanized, for centuries it's very very different and these people don't seem to want to take this into account and then there's another step where it's like oh well you guys just want to ruin his life and it's cancel culture blah 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 please show me a single white man who has ever had his life ruined by doing something racist sexist or homophobic I'll wait. Yeah. I have a headache now. <laughs> um, <laughs> highlight. It's another one. Let's talk about anything good. Anything good. Let's talk about dogs. Let's talk about dogs first. I want to start with dogs. Okay. I didn't go so, to K- K- Caps Canines Night, so tell me about dogs. I went to Caps Canines Night, and there were lots of dogs, and they were very cute. Um, but um, they started off the evening during warm-ups, and when they... When they um, First of all, they made little, like, you know, the signs that you see that people sometimes wear or sometimes what? hold with, like, giant players' heads? The fat heads, yeah. Yeah. Well, these were dog fat heads with the last names of the players on them so that you knew whose dog was whose. And they oh put God. them all up on the end boards behind the goal for warm-ups, um, which I thought was very cute. And then during warm-ups, when they showed the, you know, the video that they show a little bit of every player and they you know and their name and their number and their stats and their goal song and stuff like that if Mm. they owned a dog their dog was right next to them on the screen oh my god in its own little square if they did not own a dog then in that little square was biscuit except for except for dima who has a beautiful cat named joy and joy made the big board Joy is a a Bengal cat, and she, she he but Joy is gorgeous. Yeah, Joy, Joy went through some stuff in the off season, but Joy is I think be- doing better now. I believe so. <laughs> I think if Joy had not been doing better, they would not have put her up there. Her him, I don't know. Joy's I don't either. Um, but I think that's great. Like, it's it reminds me of Mike Green's cat Banana. Yes, but you know better because yeah, i don't know if you've ever seen this cat this cat's gorgeous it really is it looks like it belongs in a museum it's a model it is <laughs> very very appropriate to belong to the russians who love their models um <laughs> um and you so, had to be vaccinated to get in there 
And you had to be vaccinated. You've had to be vaccinated for a chunk of January, the second half since the middle of January. You've had Do to you be think that's um, had an effect on attendance? Have you noticed? I haven't noticed very much. I think the, the times that I've noticed that attendance has been lower have, has been like the, you know, Monday night game against Ottawa. When <laughs> you expect the attendance to be a little bit lower. Um, but no, what I have noticed is a couple of things that I think are in relation to the new vaccination policy. Number one, I have noticed the occasional usher enforcing the mask policy where I had not before. Fucking finally. Uh, are they doing it enough? Not for my liking. Are they doing it more than they used to? Yep. And, you know, again, a little bit of progress. Number two, I think the reason that that's happening is because there's a bunch of dum-dums who go, well, I'm vaccinated. I don't have to wear my mask. Yes, and, you do. That's not yeah. how it works. Yes. Oh, my God. Vaccination does not mean immunity. Correct. You're not getting immunized. You're getting vaccinated. That's what we get a flu shot every year. That's what yeah. I, I feel like people don't understand about COVID is that it is a flu. It does mutate. And that is why we need boosters. Right. And that's why and you that, get a and, different flu shot every year. The, fucking, bo- the fucking boosters don't mean that the, the vaccine doesn't work. It's just the nature of a flu virus to fucking mutate. Oh, my God. I'm not here to explain science. I don't get paid for this. No, you don't. <laughs> okay. So there were some other fun yeah, I want to talk about going to Jersey before we talk about the Cavs beating Dallas because I actually saw Holtby in Jersey. Yes, you did, but there were some more fun doggo things. Oh, there were? So, okay. Yes, during the second intermission, they had a whole bunch of people on the big video board hold up a whole bunch of different adoptable puppies. And and um and they were all really cute and and they all they all were basically mostly asleep because is past puppies bedtime when they were doing the second intermission but um and all of them got lots of applications to be adopted while people were at the game and when they did like the normal some of the normal like like when they did the fan cam that they do like every like once or twice a game where they just go around and look at people doing weird dancey things Mm -hmm. they did a shot of um of the the control booth and Biscuit was at the controls of the cam and he had a little headset on and everything. Oh no. And then during one of the one of the they had DJ Biscuit and they had Biscuit in, in Jordan's seat in front of his computer. Um and they had oh, and during the national anthem, they had instead of just the, the normal like one service person veteran or whatever that stands out there with either bob or caleb when they do the anthem they had six different veterans and their america's vet dogs come out and captain was there and he they were all such good doggos a few of them just laid there on the carpet next to their owners like okay just let me know when this anthem's done but captain i love that captain is so good at maintaining eye contact with his with his dad it's not even funny like the whole time he just stood next to his dad and looked up at him and i wanted to cry he was so good um but yes doggo night was was lots of fun and of course there were lots of 
punny songs on i think i heard puppy love i of course heard who lets the let the dogs out i heard me and you and a dog named boo um which is an old 70s song and the only reason i really know it is because when they used to put commercials on tv for like the compilation albums and shit Mm -hmm. me and you and a dog named boo was one of the one of the songs that they'd always play a clip of um but yeah it was it was lots of fun pam even called me when the game was over she's like did you get to touch any of the puppies because apparently they were also up in the booth with joe b and locker at some point and i think locker like I was worried there for a minute because I saw some clips of Locker with the puppies and I had flashbacks of of um of Lenny from from uh because <laughs> he's just hugging them puppies a little too hard. Listen, I said to Melanie when I was gone and I would make her send me pictures of Jimin every day that when I got home I was gonna eat her so that she would be inside of me. And we would never be apart ever again. And I don't think that's weird at all. No, as long as you don't follow through on it. <laughs> um, so let's talk about your trip to New Jersey yeah. where I saw so, you on the TV. Yes, I was on TV pretty extensively because I was sitting on the glass in the corner. Um, I made kind of a trip out of it because I was going up to see ATs on Monday night. So I went up on Sunday. I went to see the Devils play the Kings. And I was sitting on the glass in the corner um, where Devils attacked twice. And then on Tuesday, they played the Stars. And I was sitting on the glass in the corner by where the Zambonis come out. So that... um, You had your own little single seat chair. I did. It was weird. Um, (laughs) It was really weird. And um, I got to watch Holtby for two periods right in front of me. And he didn't have much to do. He was bored. Right. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm that's ju- that's not true because Holby did make some really great saves that night. Um, but Dallas did drop a five spot on Jersey. They did. And so Holby went from being really great to uh getting a five spot dropped on him. A sieve. And I and Dallas didn't even score that night. No, they did not. Yeah. Jersey at least managed to get one. Yes, for Brat scored a lot of goals while I was there. And um that was nice. And I got to heckle Jamie Ben for being a turf. Yes. Thank you for that. As I told everyone that I would. And um, it's really funny because the ice guys and like the like photographers were right next to me and I yelled at something at him and this and one of those guys was like, Man, she really doesn't like Jamie Ben. And I'm like, correct. <laughs> I noticed, I think it was during the Dallas game. Was it as empty as I thought it was just by looking at it on No, TV? it was empty. Both nights I was there, it was empty. Nobody wanted to go see the the Devils play the Kings or the Stars on a weeknight. That's true. Especially like, and also uh, it emptied out pretty quickly. Uh, oh yeah, after. Yeah. After Dallas uh, lit them up. I mean, in fairness to the Devils, they are playing like fourth and fifth string goalies at this point, but they're still not good. I feel bad for them. 
Although I will say there was um, a tweet from Evolving Wilds with um, Siegenthaler's stats. And it was basically like, this is, this is the perfect defenseman. I was like, you're goddamn right. (laughs) And he's handsome. And he's big and handsome. Yeah. Um, Which he was. Um, That was another perk of being on the glass was he was big and handsome and about two feet away. Well, and apparently he was less than two feet away along with Tyler Sagan at the same time at one point. Oh, yeah, no, they slammed into the boards right in front of me at one point, and that was nice. I was like, hey. So, although, <laughs> uh, the, the Kings did score a goal at one point during the Sunday night game that was directly Jonas's fault, and I hope he heard me yell at him because I was mad, and I, I was like, yeah! <laughs> My uh, season ticket account manager was sitting right next to me, and I just started hollering at him, and she thought it was hysterical. Your charms are hysterical. <laughs> I'm not very- dressing down anyone else's team. I'm here to yell at my own team. Yeah, so, and then Dallas came to Washington and... And, and, and they didn't come to Washington. Oh, you're right. Washington came to Dallas. And and they they lit up my boyfriend. They sure did. But, but and the only one I'm mad at for lighting him up really is john carlson fuck john carlson but yes that's why <laughs> Jonas siegenthaler is gonna win the norris trophy before john carlson i would love for that to happen i'm back on my bullshit i enjoy your bullshit olympic rules in this shootout boys order of shooters is me 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 and then me again I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. This, this flows into thyroids because Braden Holtby looks so fucking good. Girl, I really liked the all one length, like chin length hair on him. And he didn't have it there for a while, but now he has it again. And I am horned. <laughs> Get some horns for your heart and uh, <laughs> think about how he and Ovi were just hugging on the bench. Oh my god! I, when him and he and Backstrom were just kind of chatting, Backstrom was leaning over, kind of chatting at him on a little stool. Man, bring him home! I want him back. <laughs> I don't care if he got lit up. Look, Twitter was a buzz with a conspiracy theory that I can buy into because of my horn, and that is he gave up all of those goals. So that Dallas wouldn't want him anymore, so that he can go home. He does own a house in DC. He bought a new he one. He called it home like six times in an interview. No. And then, yes. speaking of people in DC and Hornt, Michael <laughs> Kempney, good looking. Yo. Bad at hockey, but good looking. Oh, okay, yes, bad at hockey, but good looking. Again, appreciate the Michael Kempney long hair. Does so much more for him than the fucking helmet head he used to have. Weird that everyone on the Thylites list tonight has long hair because Brandon Tanev is the other one. It's true. Do we have a type here? The, uh, oh, I mean, yeah, kind of. Pucker up podcast. Hey, look, I mean, we can go on another tangent and talk about how my crush on Michael Stipe was when he had long hair. I. I love any time we get the opportunity to bring up your crush on Michael Stipe because that's the <laughs> strangest, most bizarre thing. 
yes, the long hair might be a thing for me. But those that photo of Brandon Tanev was really nice. I definitely have a type when it comes to hockey players, though. You what now? I said I definitely have a type when it comes to hockey players. Brandon Tanev fits. Mm-hmm. He's hot. Dude. He, he, you, you like the more the the um, what's the word I'm looking for? You like the swarthy hockey men. <laughs> There's a part of me that I, I want to send you just like a group photo of the K-pop groups that I'm like into and see if you can guess which one is my favorite. Just to see. K-pop is hard though. <laughs> Which which one which one do you think is my favorite based on what you know? Um, anyway, no, we do actually have some listener questions, and one of them we're gonna have to work for a little. So from Miranda, when will we fire Blaine into the sun? I don't fucking know. Three years ago, he's gotta have dirt, man. He like I don't know what the deal oh, is. Who- nobody he used to work with is here anymore like ted i don't fucking know man i mean that's gotta be it either him or mcclellan but i he doesn't strike me as the type of guy you could have dirt on ted that's another story he's gotta have dirt on ted or something because i don't understand why this man is still coaching our absolutely fucking small special teams those goals against dallas were actual pepper play goals in this economy (laughs) i don't know i don't know if dallas's um penalty kill is good i don't know anything about dallas's penalty kill well what i do know is that one of them they john Mm. actually dallas penalty kill might not be good because jersey also scored a power play goal against them oh Still, we have failed to score power play goals against really bad penalty kills already a few times. Who's got the worst PK in the league? Is it Jersey? That 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 can't be right. Not with Jonas on it. No, I'm gonna look it up. It was someone we played recently has the worst PK. Melanie, Melanie just just waved, flagged me down, and pointed at herself that she has the worst PK. <laughs> I want to be getting treasure. Actually, um, Washington's PK is currently 30 seconds. Um, oh, no, never mind. It's an old chart. No, we're about the middle of the pack. Oh, no. I bet you could guess Philadelphia, Buffalo. Neither. No, neither. Vancouver. Wow. And they are a team we played recently. Um, Arizona, you know, going up the list, Vancouver, Arizona, Montreal, Winnipeg, LA. Yeah. Um, Winnipeg, LA, Chicago, Buffalo, Dallas. Okay. I knew so Jersey's there. couldn't be that bad. Not with Jonas, man. Not, not with my boy. No, New Jersey. Let's see. Two, four, six, eight, ten. 10. They are 11th and Washington is 13th. So there you go. From Elizabeth, which capital really needs a nap? Brayden Holby. He's not a capital. In his heart, he is. He's a capital in his heart. Melanie is once again pointing at herself. Um, (laughs) I said, I believe when this 
came up, I said Ovi. Yes, you did. I think, man, Ovi needs to score a goal because it's been a while. And somebody needs to continue to make him big mad so he can do that. Um, but I think... Sorry. Who needs a nap aside from Ovi? I mean, John Carlson always looks like he just got up from a nap. Garnet Hathaway pretty much like halfway through every game is like a cranky toddler that needs to be put down for a nap. That's true. I mean, Carl Hagelin might need a nap. And by need a nap, I mean be traded. I don't, I, I can't, I, you know what we haven't talked about on this podcast? Carl Hagelin. That's true. And how he should have left hockey and joined the witness protection program at one point. <laughs> no shit. I, uh, I, um, I don't feel like I even need to explain what we're talking about. Cause if you don't know why do you watch hockey, there's like, it's so embarrassing. I can't believe that someone on our team that he did made, that. He made a splash on the dang it's videos that week. Let me tell you. I can't, I can't believe that's a thing that ha- I like, I kind of always wondered if like, that's a thing that happened. And then I was like, no, because once you get possession, no, they can't flick it toward your empty net. I didn't think about your stupid ass own team flicking it all the way down the rink into your own net. Here's the thing. And I think I said it to you at the time, or I said it to somebody at the time. That man cannot hit an empty net when he's two feet away from it. And How then did all he- of a sudden, like a guided feet- missile. Embarrassing. And then I- witness protection, Carl. Just quit playing I'm, hockey. You gotta go. I can say nobody probably feels worse about it than he does, but come on. And then from Renee, if we could pick different goal songs for the Caps, what would they be? I Bring would- back Skeet Skeet for Koozie. Yes. Skeet Skeet is family friendly. Listen, I would love to hear anything but Johnny Be Good. Fucking hell. And I also don't like Shake, Rattle, and Roll. No, and I don't think either one of those two people chose those songs look we Ovi have russian rap music russian techno or whatever it is Rakeen. did you see the anecdote to speaking of of foreign language rap music the an- anecdote from this morning where they were interviewing i think it was this morning where they were talking to oh, um about the about the nico um, Hishier and he and Jonas siegenthaler blast swiss rap music in the car but their other teammates don't appreciate it. And apparently that was at the intermission of a game of the game last night. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Let them be little Swiss babies together. Listening to their terrible music that everybody else hates. Um, Imagine what Swiss rap music must sound like. You know what? My personal choice for John Carlson's new goal song is instead of um, Johnny Be Good what slow ride by father <laughs> <laughs> it just came to me it would actually work i mean it would work i think as a goal song but also it's fucking funny i would also like anyone to trade their fucking tiesto songs for something good Tom. i mean it's not like we ever hear carl's it's true but we do hear Tom Wilson's. That's true. You know whose gold song I like 
really appreciate for like the fucking drama of it all because it's a terrible whole song what Dima's yes Dima's fucking Lincoln Park numb like I I really appreciate him as a person (laughs) (laughs) I oh okay to explain Dima furniture to Chris the other night because I yelled Dima furniture without realizing that I was not in your living room oh my god I'm glad (laughs) listen for a while I thought Dima furniture had closed and I was very sad and I'm glad to see Dima furniture abides it does and And then if if you've never heard us reference Dima furniture before there's like a furniture store that we pass on our way home from well on our way to and from games and um it's called Dima furniture and it's always everything is always 50% off at Dima furniture and I feel like that's about what you get with Dmitry Orlov. It's either 50% on or 50% off. And you never quite know what you're getting. Correct. So uh, we love Dima Furniture. We do. I'm trying to think of some other gold song. I mean, I appreciate the choice if you can call me out. I really like I really like that though. I mean it's bad it's 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 up there with like you know how Toronto's school song is um fucking you make my dreams come yeah it's like that only it's actually good. They played You Can Call Me Al at um the Devil's game and it was so delightful to me (laughs) because the guys next to me were like, Holy shit, this song. I'm like, yes, it's fucking delight like a fresco. Let's go. (laughs) Um Oh, you know who else has a dumbass goal song, but we don't hear it very often? Connor McMichael. What's his? Shout. Oh. And you know you make me wanna. Okay. I mean, but like, now I wish it was Tears for Fears. Thank you. I was just going to say the same thing. Like, I took a second, then I was like, no, I just wish it was Tears for Fears. That's more of a Dmitry Orlov like level of drama. Yeah. He's a Leo. What can I say? Right, well, yeah, that's true. Is he is he the only Leo on the team? Yes. That's what I thought. Makes sense. I mean, that team with more than one Leo would be. <laughs> that's why the penguins are such pissy crybabies, because they got more than one. I mean And that's their is... cat their captain and their assistant captain. I mean, yeah. I knew one of them was Malkin. I didn't know the other was Crosby. Yeah, he's seven. Oh, duh. Yeah. I, we I... have had a conversation in entirety before about how I always think Crosby is not very Leo-like because he see he like seems very like reserved as far like and fucking boring as far as personality goes. That motherfucker likes to stir a pot. He does. And- that is very, very he's still, Leo. He's still very, like, he still has the but me energy. It's just a different kind of but me energy. It's like an inward but me energy instead of an outward but me energy. Next time I see you, I don't I'm gonna grab you by the shoulders and shake you and yell, but me! <laughs> so, uh, anyway... Next time, we will probably talk about the All-Star Game, which will probably be a boring shit show like it is every year. Well, and probably the the Olympics. Oh, yes, the Olympics. Ooh, we need to find out 
I need to have a whole conversation with Melanie about upgrading our storage on our mm-hmm. yeah on our DVR or not DVR on Hulu so that we can uh, save every single bit of the Olympics so Melanie can do nothing but watch Olympics and watch all of it. You know mm. what you might you might want to check into before you do that. Mm. Uh, the peacock coverage of the olympics oh yeah melanie will figure it out i don't care um i'm more saying it for her benefit than you she can't hear you though so oh well i didn't know if she could or not she cannot have headphones on um and then yeah all the extra maybe i'll start going to caps games again who knows um i'm gonna go on on the superb owl day oh no 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 let's not do that no mainly because you need like oh i told you i'm staying up i'm doing something terrible yes and i have i had sold my ticket because that's a rescheduled one Mm. and i had sold my ticket for that day when it was supposed to be december 27th and i wasn't going to be here so even if i wanted to go i'd have to buy a ticket that sucks Eh, it is what it is. I just assume, you Whatever. know. We'll just get hammered for the Super Bowl. That would be nice. Which is apparently not going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. No, that was an interesting game. In the I meantime, think- oh, we're not talking about football. No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. The- no, football's a different uh, podcast. <laughs> Go listen to someone who wants to talk about football because it's not me. <laughs> this is my one football game in here. Oh, can I tell a dumb dad joke that you don't have oh, to like, include on the podcast if you don't want to? Sure. Because I heard it and I can't type it because it's a pun and it just makes more sense to hear it. Uh-huh. What do the movies Titanic and The Sixth Sense have in common? I see dead people. That is correct. I had not heard that one before last night and it made me laugh a lot. <sighs> My transformation into a dad is becoming complete. Um, in the meantime, you can message us on Twitter at Pucker Up Podcast. You can email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com. You can visit our website at PuckerUpHockey.com where you can find our both links to our Patreon, at which is patreon.com slash podcast, and to our Discord, where you can ask us questions and hear Amy's other dad jokes that she doesn't share on the podcast. And in the meantime, thanks, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.